Hello everyone and welcome to Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. I'm Oliver Newman, author of A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling and A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE. And today I'm joined by the young blood wrestling promoter, Daniel Valentine. Hi Daniel, how are you doing? In all honesty, Daniel, as long as there is some quality, I'll be quite happy. The lengths that we've gone to to get this interview uh, done and the lengths we've gone to this Skype is, uh, if you get points for persistence, we both deserve a lot of them. Oh, we've, yeah, we're well ahead, absolutely. Can so, I just say Broken But Glorious is probably my, one of my favourite names for a podcast ever. Um, next to Atletico Mints, uh, I, I think it takes a second place. Oh, wicked man! I'm glad you're a fan. Yeah. Right then, we've uh, we've spent a long time getting this together, so I'm gonna go straight into it. And uh, yeah, let's go for it. Okay. So, what's your first memory or moment of uh, professional wrestling? When did you come across it? Um, probably when I was about nine years old. Um, right in the sort of midst of the Attitude Era. In fact, it was probably towards the end. Um, the first real memory I have is uh, Royal Rumble 2000 when um, Cactus Jack got pedigreed onto thumbtacks by Triple H. As a nine, ten-year-old lad, uh, to me that was just mind-blowingly awesome. And ever since then, um, you know, nothing's even come close. So uh, <laughs> baptism of fire, really, for me. Yeah, absolutely. I remember. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I remember watching that live on Channel 4. Uh, May Young got us kicked off Channel 4, so yeah. always appreciate that. You got uh, a Yeah, and I, much like yourself, I remember Cactus Jack against Triple H. Uh, that was an absolutely insane match. It was amazing. I, I, the thing for me was I just never seen anything like it. And really yeah. To be the first show I've watched. I think my granddad had, had shown me some uh, episodes of Heat because they were airing on Channel 4 at the time, and I'd, I'd seen little bits, but my first real impression of wrestling was, was seeing that match just open mouth. Yeah, I think the brutality in the match has has never, you know, it, it's come never come close to being matched. I think it's uh, it's one of those matches that you can you can kind of watch, and anyone who's got the audacity to say that you know professional wrestling's fake or staged or anything, uh, you know, go and watch that match and then go in the ring against those two guys. Uh, that's what yeah, I'd say. And the, thing is, the thing is as well, you know, I've, I've watched some death 
IW and IWA Mid-South, and it doesn't do anything for me. But at the time, I, I just, I mean, every time I see that match, I'm transported back to being that 10-year-old lad mm. who, um, you know, who got his start, really, in wrestling and fell in love with wrestling, um, seeing potentially the most awesome thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, uh, I think yeah, the, that's, that's where it came to be. I, I think the key thing is, though, it, it was, it's the match, though, isn't it? It's the storyline. It, you know the storyline in going into the match, the match itself, the psychology of the match, uh, yeah. the, the brutality. Yeah, it's, it, it. it's everything wrapped into they, one, isn't it? They paid it off at WrestleMania with, um, but you know, obviously Foley getting sacked at No Way Out, and then and then he came back with Tim McMahon, and uh, you know, I mean, the WrestleMania match wasn't great, but you know, just just to sort of go along for that ride at the time and sort of see the see the story developing every week. That was really, as a 10-year-old, I was thinking, wow, okay, I totally understand what this, this wrestling is, is all about. And, but, you know, before that, my, my parents hadn't really introduced me to it. They, they thought it was pretty silly, really, as, as most parents tend to. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my, my granddad was really the one who sort of helped me get into it and, and taped it for me at midnight and stuff. So, yeah, I owe a huge gratitude to him, God rest his soul. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm guessing the match or the moment that made you a fan is, <laughs> is the same question, isn't it, really? Uh, I'm guessing it's this oh, this, this match in, absolutely, yeah. that we're talking I've about. Not really, you know, I've not really seen a glimmer of it since. You know, it's, um, to, be, to be brutally frank, you know, I'm not the biggest wrestling fan anymore. I mean, I catch all the pay-per-views, but watching Monday Night Raw for me is kind of a, it's kind of a chore, you know, with all the advert breaks. Mm. You know, it's, I'm, I'm just saying for Sky Plus because you can, you know, fast forward to the bits that you want to see. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that tends to be my, um, you know, my sort of how I take in wrestling. It's I'm usually, usually using the fast forward button unless it's a pay per view. Yeah. Um, simply because I don't have the time anymore. Mm. And you know, the content lately hasn't been great. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's gotten better. It, you know, it's gotten better than it was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But No, it's it's a lot of people, to be honest, Daniel, myself included. Um, I catch up with things on YouTube and and read the results and stuff because, you know, SmackDown was was the show last year. That's kind of gone downhill. Um, Raw. (laughs) Well, yeah, Raw being three hours long with with all the breaks and stuff in it is is utter madness, really. Um, Well, I mean, for business sense, it makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, definitely. From a wrestling fan's perspective. Yeah. And, you know, um, in terms of what I like, it's not necessarily the wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's more the stories and how they come together and how they play out, how they get them paid off. Yeah. That's, you know, that's my, that's what kind of gets me off in wrestling, if you like. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I mean, for me, I watch NXT and 205 Live and the pay-per-views and... And catch up with things on YouTube and obviously the results and stuff, and that's that's kind of enough for me. I mean, the the actual cutting back on watching wrestling has actually made me enjoy it more. Just sorry. What'd you say? Sorry. Watch NXT, but now uh, it, you know I don't. I just don't find the time, um, and you know, getting into promoting and stuff, it, it's even harder to find the time. So, uh, but no, it's 
you know, there's there's been some really good matches, and um, as much as Enzo Amore is maligned in the you know the wrestling fan community, as well as uh, from what we've been told from a backstage perspective, he's he's yeah. just he's just tremendously entertaining. Um, you know, I that, think he's great. so and and that's kind of what you need. You need somebody who who you either love or you hate and and he fits into that category. The fans love him and stuff or they hate him yeah. because of, you know, what's going on and what have you. And, uh, you know, he's he's entertaining. I've said it since day one. Um, hugely entertaining uh, figure and and then you kind of build, build the brand around him. But there's been some really good matches on 205 Live. Uh, and if you look at... Uh, the TLC card, which we'll talk about in a bit, the, the the 205 Live and the women's division, the Raw women's division, the backbone of the card. They've got five matches in a segment between them. So, do you know what I mean? It's they, Those two uh, elements of the promotion are really important. Um, on to the next... Sorry. Sorry, the thing that turns me off about 205 Live is just that it's kind of... Um, kind of an indie show and I'm I've really got no patience for the kind of indie style um, and I mean you know it sounds a bit contradictory because I am running an independent promotion but <laughs> you, you, you clearly know what I mean when I say the indie style yeah you know, I know bring them on a, on a style where there's no real psychology and it's just moves for their for their sake really for, their, mm-hmm. for the sake of moves mm-hmm. I'm, you know I'm not discounting the effort those guys put in but Internet police in the background, Daniel. Oh yes, yes, that's uh, <laughs> that's the indie police coming after me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking badly of aircraft, but no, I, I think it's you know tremendously athletic when you can do all of these moves. Um, and you know, I used to wrestle a little bit like that myself. I used to you know do corner back flips and four fifties and all of that. Um, but for me, it's you know it doesn't excite me as a fan. So I kind of don't do it in the ring anymore. Plus the fact that I put on a considerable amount of weight and uh, probably can't even get over four fifty anymore. <laughs> I, I think the key thing is, uh, you know, wrestling's uh, subjective, isn't it? Uh, it means different things to different people. For myself, yeah. I like technical wrestling. You know, if you go hold for hold in a submission-based, uh, you know, style, um, I'll enjoy it. You know, uh, yeah. a Zack Sabre Junior. No, I... A that that's that's the kind of wrestling I enjoy. But I can take the merits of uh, all different styles of wrestling, and and there's a reason I why mean, there is all different styles of wrestling because because of that, everyone enjoys different things. 
alluding to about going to that indie show was, um, I mean, you know, all the matches were technically the same. I mean, you know, you had two fairly small guys just trading blows um, until, you know, they, they get into their finisher spot. They do, a, you know, a, they do a few dives to the outside. The fans chant, this is awesome. Uh, and then they get back in the ring and they've done all their stuff. So they have to go home on a roll-up. So, um, you know, it's, for me, when I've seen that, when I saw that match, kind of like four or five times in one night, um, I, I just, yeah, I, I just felt like I'd kind of been robbed of my time, really, because it's, as I said, I'm not taking anything away from the guys who were on the show, and I'm not going to name any names, but it was just, you know, there was no real story, and, you know, there was no real psychology, and it seems to be these days that a, a successful indie show just consists guys trying to get uh, their moves into into different situations and you know trying to catch a guy slightly differently and deliver a different version of a uh, Death Valley driver or whatever it's you know it, it just doesn't do anything to me but as I say yeah I take completely on board that it's subjective and it it does something for a lot of people otherwise those shows wouldn't be in existence yeah absolutely I think yeah, it's subjective. You know, you said about deathmatch wrestling, that, that isn't really my kind of thing, but I I respect the people that do it because it's, you know, it's a hell of a toll on your body and it's it's your style of wrestling, but um, you're not your style of wrestling, but the style of wrestling of the people involved. And, uh, you know, as long, as long as we're respectful about how we feel about different styles of wrestling, it's, it's all good, isn't it, really? It's part of the fun of being a fan. key thing is um you know it is the story story off over time it's the stories that bring you back aren't it isn't it really yeah that's that's the key thing so uh we've talked a lot about that question uh so moving on to my next question um what made you decide to become a pro wrestler in the first place um how do i get into wrestling how do i come to be in the ring yeah yeah it's it's like what made what made you decide? Yeah. So, was it a match? Was it a moment? Was it a meeting? Was it, you know, any of that kind of thing, really? I think it was really just trying to capture a bit of that kind of wonderment from when I was kind of like young and growing up with the Attitude Era. I think that always stuck with me, um, and I always, I always wanted to be the Rock, basically. That was, you know, that was the guy I looked up to when I was ten. Yeah. I preferred well, Stone Cold. Yeah, he was, you know, he was the coolest guy on the planet. Yeah, well, absolutely, subjective. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, no, he was, he, the thing with Stone Cold, I would have loved him um, if I'd have 
got into wrestling a few months sooner. Yeah. Because I got into it right around Royal Rumble 2000, and he wasn't there. He, he, he was off with, was it neck surgery? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, so I, I kind of missed out on that whole Stone Cold hype. When he came back, though, I loved him. Um, I never had that kind of instant connection that I had with The Rock. I mean, he was my guy, you know. I used to watch, um, I used to watch the music channels, um, because he had that video with Wycliffe John, that It Doesn't Matter. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Terrible song. Terrible <laughs> song. <laughs> but The Rock was in the video. Outstanding. Uh, but I, I just remember my, my brother was a huge rock fan, and because of that, I had to be Stone Cold fan. Um, you know, sibling rivalry and stuff. But uh, I remember like WrestleMania, yeah. and he was like begging for The Rock to win. And even though um, Stone Cold sided with Vince McMahon in the end, I was so chuffed. Oh, you were, you were ecstatic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was wicked. He's like, yeah, it was just really, really good situation. So, you wanted to become a wrestler because of The Rock, and pretty much, I wanted to be, I wanted to be that guy that you know everybody looked up to. Um, I suppose you know the, the reason anyone puts on a pair of tiny pants and, and, and some boots and gets in the ring is because um, you know they want to be um, somebody. And you know, I've always been sort of quietly confident. I've always had a had a bit of a confidence about me. Um, so, I, yeah, I just I just really wanted to, to show it off and kind of be this larger-than-life kind of guy. Um, and to an extent, I, I've, I've done that. Um, you know, I could, I could have done it a lot more. I could have maybe found some more bookings and whatnot. But, uh, you know, when you when you settle down um, at home and you've, you've got a wife and, you know, two dogs and stuff and maybe thinking about kids someday, um, you've got to, uh, you know... You're in a partnership then, and you've got to think that, okay, if I'm out and about all over the country all the time, um, it's not going to sit too well. I'm probably not going to be married for very long. Um, so, so yeah, you've got to kind of take stock of, of what's what's really important. Um, and I think I can maybe capture a bit of that by by sort of promoting. You know, um, I'm not really going to. I'm not really looking to put myself over on my shows. Um, I'm not really even looking to put myself on my shows going forward. That was only, I did that last month to kind of save a bit of budget. Um, but I think that it gives me a creative outlet. And um, yeah, I think that's sort of where I'm going for the foreseeable. Uh, not, not to say I won't do any more wrestling. I, I mean, I love wrestling. It's, it's loads of fun. Um, you know, putting the matches together and, you know, um, coming up with interesting uh, angles and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's great. But I think for now, um, promoting is, is Fair enough. I mean, you know, you sound like you got an old head on young shoulders, really, and it's it's nice to see you can see, you know, the the bigger picture outside the wrestling bubble. Um, just yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a full time guy as well. You know, I'm, I'm on the I'm kind of on the clock now, really. I'm you know I'm driving back from a from a meeting. Um, so yeah, it's you know I've, I've just kind of I've fallen quite lucky with the job I've got. It's a, it's a pretty decent job. Um, it pays the mortgage stuff like that so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm more than happy with where I am in life I just uh, want a bit of a creative outlet and you know promoting wrestling shows 
for me is is exciting. Absolutely. I mean, just taking it outside of this for a second, just because you know I've got my my merchandise on it. So um, the merch table. Uh, how did you come up with that idea? Well, I, I work in a I work for a company who um, we're, we're like sales agents. So we we sell other people's products essentially um, to to big retailers. So you know I put products into Boots and, and Tesco and stuff like that in the past. A bit like Dragon's Den, I know. But, um, <laughs> That's what I mean. I, I thought it was an amazing idea, and then um, I, I spoke to yourself, and uh, you know, really privileged to be able to sell my own merchandise. And I, I know, um, you know, I'm not a wrestler or a promoter. Um, well, you know, you, you've got you're involved in the wrestling community, so why shouldn't you have an outlet? 
Yeah. Uh, else? Well, like I said, I appreciate that. And even, um, you know, my colleagues at Broken But Glorious uh, Wrestling Podcast are thinking about joining the merch table as well. So, uh, well, I'm very happy to recommend uh, Dominic the Winter and the Winter Design. His, his work is really top of the shot. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's professional quality. He's been asked to do stuff for um, really big names. Um, I think he's done one for like Harry Smith Jr., I, I believe. I, I could be getting that wrong. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's done really big stuff. And he's done Will Ospreay as well. Sure. Oh wow, wicked. Well, yeah, like, like I said, yeah. I'll, I'll get the guys if we're interested in doing it to uh, to get in contact. Awesome, awesome. Hi, this is Dave Mercy, owner of Pro Wrestling Chaos, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. And uh, so, on to the next question: uh, Why, uh, why Youngblood Wrestling as a name of promotion, and what made you? I think we've probably already covered it, to be honest. But uh, what made well, you want to become a promoter in in the uh, in the first place? It's a good question, actually. Why the name Young Blood Wrestling? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a simple answer. It <laughs> came to me um, a few years ago. I've had it on my sleeve for a while. Um, but the you know, I've always been looking at promoting um, ever since I was training. Really, um, you know, I'm, me and my trainer would have hated it, but. Um, but no, it was kind of a pipe dream at the time. Um, I'm a member of David Lloyd, um, and I was working out there one day, and I, I came out of the gym the, um, the back way, which is, I, I was just sort of exploring, and then I saw um, the function room, and I thought, oh, I haven't seen that before. Um, so I asked very nicely, and the events lady showed me around, and then um, I said, this is going to sound very strange, but have you ever considered um, having wrestling here? And she said, you know, no one's even ever asked me that. And, um, you know, if it weren't for David Lloyd saying, yeah, we'll have wrestling here, and, um, you know, they cut me an absolutely unbelievable deal for being a member. Um, but I won't say too much about that. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't for that room and me seeing that, sort of going, okay, you get a ring and sort of 200 people in here, you know, if, if, you know, if, if I can sell tickets. Um, if it weren't for that, I wouldn't be promoting right now. Um, and as for, I mean, as for the name Young Blood Wrestling, as I say, I've, I've kind of had it up my sleeve for a while. Um, I've just thought that, you know, I, I didn't know of any other wrestling promotions called Young Blood Wrestling. Um, it sounds kind of cool. Um, and, you know, I've, I've put the, tap, the strap line on it of sort of in-your-face wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thinking behind that was, you know, um, Progress, they have punk rock pro wrestling. Yeah. And that perfectly encapsulates what their brand is. Definitely. It's kind of underground, it's kind of, it's kind of different, uh, it's kind of almost like a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing, with, the thing with punk rock is that it was kind of a, a flash in the pan, it was only around for a couple of years. And I'm not accusing progress of, of being that at all, not even slightly. Yeah. <laughs> not even but slightly when uh, running Wembley Arena next year. Oh, absolutely, it's, it's so exciting, it's so, so exciting and they're doing some really, really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of said what the brand was right there and then. Absolutely. And I thought, you know, I'm running a family show. I don't want to be too crass. Yeah. I don't want to alienate people. Like if I'd have, you know, if I'd have said something like, I don't know, grime pro wrestling or, or what's the current music fad at the moment. 
Absolutely. Um, so, so moving on to you know your professional wrestler kind of character and stuff. Yeah. How did you come up with the right honourable gentleman, Digby Van <laughs> the Helm? God, that does not come off the tongue easily. touched on my next question which was uh, talk us through a show day as the uh, Young Blood Wrestling promoter Everybody's in their right place. Um, and the, the venue I had, or, 
or have, I should say. Um, the guys get changed uh, in a corridor, which is um, sort of away from the room, so they can't really see what's going on. So I needed a runner, and um, a good friend of mine, Ryan Parrott, stuck his head above the parapet and said, um, I'll, I'll do the running tonight. So uh, I kind of, it was kind of godsend going backwards and forwards between the corridor and the, and the main room, uh, saying, right, you're queued up, right, your music's ready to go, and getting everybody in their right place. Yeah, it does. I don't think I've ever been more stressed. I don't think I've ever had more sweat ring off my brow. I don't think I've ever been as short with anybody in my entire life. <laughs> so if, if, you, uh, if, you any, if you picked any of that up from me on that night, that's not what I'm about at all. I'm usually the most laid back guy you could ever hope to meet. Well, I met you on the, the staircase, didn't I? And you, you seemed pretty relaxed to me, but uh, I must yeah. have missed something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you told me. Yeah, you told me to get there early. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So that's that's how it was for you as a promoter. So, this is obviously the aftermath. The shows happened and and what have you. Um. What what are your thoughts on the the debut Young Blood Wrestling show? Well, what did you make of it after the event? show look unique though to be honest Daniel Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, um, big opportunity lost there to make some sales. 
You'd say yeah. the, the best review you got was from me. I mean, I've I've written two oh, books. <laughs> that was an absolutely fantastic review as well. Thank you, Oliver. Yeah. People can check that out on your blog. Is that right? Yeah, on the Medium website. So. <laughs> got to get your plugs in there. Yeah, yeah you've got to. So, no one else is going to do it for you, Daniel. Um, yeah. So, WWE TLC has just happened last night. And uh, what, are you, what were your thoughts on the card? And if you've seen any of the action, what did you think of it? Um, the card really threw me for six the other night when I saw that Kurt Angle was now in the mix. But uh, obviously they've, uh, you know, they've all called them up somewhere or something, so I've written on the, on the dirt sheet. But uh, I, I caught a little bit of it this morning about seven o'clock before heading off uh, on my journey. Um, but yeah, I saw, what did I say? I saw Enzo versus Calisto. Um, Yeah, it's definitely worth your attention. between Balor and Styles didn't live up to the hype to be honest I might have okay. really overhyped it in my head because there's there's a story to it you know they were in Japan um, AJ kicked Finn out of the Bullet Club didn't he I think so I yeah, right. yeah so th- th- there was a lot a lot of uh, background stuff and I, I didn't think um, it might just be watching it live I might need to watch it again but that they they were just told to have a good match, really, as as opposed to they could have had a match of the year candidate, I'm sure. And I honestly think that the the demon character really um, what's the word? It kind of puts Finn in a in a category, and it, I think it kind of stops him from from doing what you want him to do. Really, I think it. It adds to certain things, but then it takes away. And if it had been Balor against Styles, it might have been a better match as opposed to Demon against Styles. But it was, it was very good. I think he's a little bit small, really, to, you know, to be a, a main guy without that fullback of the Demon that gives you the kind of supernatural edge in a way. I mean, you know, I can see what you mean. Yeah. Um, but he's by WWE and he's very small. Um, I mean, you know, absolutely phenomenal athlete. He's one of my favourites. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the demon character is something that it's good when he brings it out occasionally. Yeah. Um, you know, if, he, if he's been in a feud where he can't win, you know, he keeps getting, he keeps getting pinned to the post at the last minute. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think the, I think the key thing with this was, 
I just think Balor versus Styles would have been a better um, stylistic contest, really. Um, yeah, I, I just think that. I, I think my expectation was so high that they were never going to reach it. Um, but it, it was a very good match. It's just that uh, I expected it to be, you know, one of the matches of the year. Yeah, well, I think the, um, I'm really looking forward to watching the main event because I'm a huge, huge Kurt Angle fan. Um, I saw I saw a screenshot of him in his uh, shield gear this morning and had a chuckle at that. I thought that uh, you know he looked like their dad, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, dad trying to be cool. No, uh, he's Jason Jordan's was, dad, Daniel. True, true. Yes, keeping it kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he's um, big, big all-time favourite of mine. Probably because he was of that era when I started watching it. Really. Yeah. So he's kind of, you know, he's kind of up there on my Man Rushmore if we're being topical. Um, but no, he's yeah, really, really, really good. I've heard he was a bit sluggish in the match. Looked a bit like his uh, his many years, but I, I haven't given it a watch just yet, so I haven't you know really been able to make that assumption for myself. No, but, I, uh, I didn't get that watching it live. I think it's just the greatest hits of Kurt Angle, which course, in all honesty, that's 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 what you want to do, isn't it? Really, I mean, Brock Lesnar's younger than him, and he's still doing Brock Lesnar's. Greatest hits, even though I've really, really tired of seeing it. So you know, um, they do need him. Though. They need, they need him a lot. Oh, they need Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar's a collegiate wrestler. Um, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's just suplexes. So it's uh, it's, it's that's sh- really all he needs to do in the scheme of it because yeah. that's what wins him his matches. So um, I mean, you know, psychologically it makes sense, but you know. It, does get a bit boring. I will agree. Yeah, absolutely. But from a wrestling fan's perspective, which we both are, um, it's it's boring, isn't it? Really. It is. So uh, okay then. Um, anything else you want to share on TLC? Well, uh, if I'd have if I watched it all, then I'd probably have a lot more thoughts on it. (laughs) I absolutely love Elias. He's fantastic. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed him. Um, even before everyone jumped on the bandwagon, to be honest, Same. back in NXT, uh, NXT. yeah. He's such, he's such an old school bad guy. Yeah, um, brilliant. And you know, I play a bit of music myself every now and then, so he's, an, he's actually a really good guitar player. As yeah. Well. Um, and he just makes his gimmick work. Plus the fact that he's juiced up to the nines. You know, his, his arms are humongous. Yeah. He looks like he can literally kill you. Yeah. Um, so in terms of a, what you know. As a wrestler, he's, he's, a, he's a proper wrestler. I remember the, I remember someone did a recording of an NXT uh, performance that he did, and the fan reaction they just hated him. And I was like, "You've got him in the palm of your hand. It's it's fantastic." And he really milks it as well with that. Please hold your applause. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> it he's is. Really not yeah. It's, it's just classic heel work. It's like and when The Rock did the Rock concerts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. Um, yeah, so you've, you've got a, a show coming up on Friday night uh, for Young Blood Wrestling. Uh, yeah. And this is this is your opportunity to promote it. So what Just do you want to say? Yeah, sell it. You're good at selling. You're a salesman. <laughs> so we've got a show coming up Friday night, 27th of October, if you're listening to this in the future, um, which, which you will be, actually. I mean, you, you <laughs> might hear it before the show. But, um, you will hear it no, before the show. <laughs> but uh, no, we're really excited uh, to be back at David Lloyd. Um, we've got some huge matches. We've got an over-the-top rope rumble match uh, with a trick-or-treat stipulation, as it's Halloween. 
Um, and that means the price for winning could either be really good or really bad. Um, we've also got some new debuts. We've got Harry Cruz. We've got Harry Singh. All the Harrys, really. So <laughs> if you're a fan of Harrys, come down. Um, yeah, we've got Saul Adams in action. We've got uh, TJ Sky. We've got Kenny Kilbane. Big fan of Kenny Kilbane. He's a, he really looks the part. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think for me, that's that's the main thing. Um, you can do all the moves, but you know, if you don't look the part, I, I, it's, it's. I'm sorry to say, I'm not that interested. Yeah. Well, that comes across pretty badly, doesn't it? But but no, just from my personal perspective, you know, you, you see a lot of the shows in, in in the Midlands, and they they tend to use the same guys, and that's fine, you know. Um, but my show's about giving different people a chance, really. Mm-hmm. Um, More power to you. Without, yeah, and, and without being, you know, without saying it's young blood wrestling, so we give all the young guys chances. That's not what it's about, really. It's a nice, it's just a cool name. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for the best in the UK. Um, I've not really reached out that far just yet to sort of up north, but there's, you know, and, and down south, but there's some really good talent I've got my eye on, and um, you'll be seeing a lot more of them next year. Wicked. Awesome. So, uh, is there any social media you'd like to plug? Yeah. Um, so we're on Facebook. Uh, it's a bit confusing. It's in your face wrestling. Um, don't ask me why. <laughs> but um, no, I think I think the Young Blood Wrestling handle was taken by some backyard fed in Canada. So, um, oh. <laughs> so I went for in your face as it's the strapline. Um, there's also Instagram again in your face wrestling. And then we are on Twitter as Youngblood Ress. No sling on the end. <laughs> no, because of the lack of characters. Exactly. Mm. And to be fair, we're not big tweeters. Uh, we don't tweet much. Don't really understand how to use it. But, <laughs> um, it's uh, no, it's it's there. So if you want to reach out to us, you can. Uh, all the event details are over on themerchtable.co.uk. Hey, why not buy a Daniel Valentine T-shirt when you're on there? Or why don't you buy a, a, a fans' perspective T-shirt while you're on there? That was nice, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that's a great way to end it, to be honest. And yep, yeah, this has been uh, Young Blood Wrestling promoter Daniel Valentine. Appreciate your time this afternoon and your patience, Daniel. No, thank you. You made a, a long journey home quite enjoyable, after all. Oh, appreciate the kind words. And this is Oliver Newman for Broken But Glorious pod, Wrestling Podcast. And I am an author of A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling, and A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE. Thank you very much. Bye for now. Bye.